this is Angela Hauser with Disclosure News Online presenting our nightly news cap, designed for those who want an audio roundup and recap of the highlighted stories of the past 24 hours, or in the case of tonight, the past couple of days, as it's a Monday and we're covering the weekend, which was one of the most rambunctious in our history. So hang on to something. This might get rough. Here's your nightly news cap for the evening of February 16th, 2015. We started things off Saturday morning by bringing you the material about the arrest and incarceration of one Michael Bush King, a 22-year-old punk from Florida who's been in the pages of our paper since about 2007, which, for those of you who can do the math quickly in your heads, means this guy was about 15 when we first started covering his antics. Initially, it was reports of violence where he went to school, these coming from teachers' aides and parents of his victims, but nothing was done about him. Then it was reports of underage drinking and partying but nothing was done about him. Then it was reports of inappropriate behavior with young girls when he was a senior in high school, but you guessed it. Nothing was done about him, despite the fact that one family made it very clear to us in a very detailed report that he had impregnated one of them, but wasn't going to get into any trouble because he was a big sports dude and was going into the Marines. Well, he went into the Marines and then apparently came back to Flora, where it's reported that he started having lots of big drinking parties at his place, and here, the neighborhood and area kids started showing up. One in particular happened to have a concerned family member who was aware that the youngster was hanging out there when she wasn't supposed to. And lo and behold, when he checked her phone, there were photos on there of the type that shouldn't be on a 14-year-old's phone. So he went to the police station. An investigation was conducted into Bush King's electronics. And the result was a Class X felony count of child pornography by video. And a Class II felony count of aggravated criminal sexual abuse of a child with the perpetrator allegedly being Bush King, being five years or more older than his victim. How did the second count come about? Apparently, there was video evidence of it. And that's all I need to say about that. Now, the firestorm of whining this created Saturday was monumental. Apparently, there are a whole lot of females from the very young and right up into the older crowd who just think the Bush King is allowed to behave in this manner. Maybe because they want to be his next conquest, who knows? He's a good enough looking kid, but he ain't all that. So we have no idea what prompted this response. The allegations that there were files on his computer with literally hundreds of photos of approximately 30 or more other girls, most of them underage, might have something to do with the hue and cry. Maybe these females were covering for their own bad behavior, or that of a friend or relative. Whatever the case, this has been the big story this weekend, and we honestly got a little fed up with the people who persisted in noting that it takes two to tango. We have a little tidbit for those who are still pushing this agenda. When a child is under the age of consent, which in Illinois is 17, unless a kid is under subjection of a teacher, preacher, boss, or other supervisory person, at which time it's 18, it only takes one to tango. Because in the eyes of the law, the underage person cannot give consent, which in the parlance of the peasantry translates to rape. And for those of you who say you can't rape the willing, that too sickens us. When it's an underage child, will has nothing to do with it. When a person can't give consent due to age, 
It'd be the same as forcing sex on a passed-out drunk or otherwise unconscious person. Too many people are getting hung up on the concept of rape being an act of violence, which is mainly why in Illinois the term was changed to criminal sexual abuse. You can rape the willing, especially if you're an idiot and only want to have sex with people too young to legally give consent. Of course, innocent until proven guilty in a court of law, but folks, come on. We've been dealing with this guy for years. Now, there's enough going on with him that his connections won't get him out of it. And if it goes federal, which it can, should, and probably will, when the details come out, those who've defended him are probably going to want to find a new town to move to. I would, if I were them. Anyway, the Bush King was arrested last week, and information was slow coming out about it. We learned about it during Delivery Tuesday, but due to circumstances beyond our control, we're unable to substantiate anything until Friday, and then we presented it Saturday. The website here is still all lit up about it. Bush King goes to court a week from today. We'll see how it goes for him then. In the meantime, he's being held on a $100,000 bond, so it's jail food for him. Till next Tuesday. And just when you thought everybody's sick of this kind of thing, along came another Florida guy who was arrested Friday and whose arrest we confirmed today. Daniel Heller, age 27, who's been charged with Class II felony aggravated criminal sexual abuse of a minor when he was five years older than her, and a Class IV felony solicitation to meet a child same age parameters. This one didn't cause as much of a stir as Bush King's did. But then this guy isn't as good looking, by today's standards anyway, probably a nice guy at all. Probably just got caught up in something, right? Anyway, he too is being held on a $100,000 bond. Since he was arrested Friday, there's not been a first appearance set for him in court. And then last night we were regaled with bad news. First out of the heartland, we're in Crawford County. Robinson, to be exact. A well-being check on a guy at Bennett's trailer park turned into a death investigation. And after an autopsy conducted today, that's turned into a homicide investigation. Lewis Reifsteck, or Reifsteck, not sure how it's pronounced, known locally as Steve Reifsteck, age 58, was found deceased in his trailer yesterday, right before 2 p.m. Now, ISP is looking into the fact that he died at the hand of another, as opposed to natural causes, by suicide or by causes unknown. No one has said how Reifsteck died, so we're waiting to learn more, but peeps, this is the second unsolved homicide in Crawford since last September. It's starting to get disconcerting for our folks up there, as it is for us here in Richland, with our unsolved deaths dating back to 2004. It's almost as if nobody cares. But that couldn't possibly be the case, right? And then there was the situation that emerged yesterday afternoon, which resulted in Illinois State Police officials and the Hardin County Sheriff's Office investigating a barricaded hostage situation that occurred on that day, Sunday, February 15th, in rural Hardin County involving... ISP, and an armed hostage taker. Preliminary investigative details revealed that a female placed a 911 call after escaping from an armed male subject inside a residence with three children. The victim reported the suspect had fired several gunshots inside the residence. The Hardin County Sheriff's Office requested the assistance of the Illinois State Police. ISP troopers from District 22 all in responded. Additional troopers from Districts 13 in DuCoin, 19 in Carmi, as well as SWAT officers, negotiators, and investigators arrived on scene to assist. One child escaped and was taken into protective custody. 
30 minutes later, the suspect attempted to leave the residence in a vehicle and was apprehended without further incident. The two remaining children were also taken into police custody unharmed. The armed subject, Clarence Harley Smock, 36, of Cave in Rock, was charged with aggravated unlawful restraint, aggravated discharge of a firearm, and domestic battery. Smock is currently being held in the Massac County Jail with bail set at $100,000. That seems to be the going rate this weekend. Multiple firearms were collected during a subsequent search warrant of the residence. At this time, no motive has been determined and the investigation continues. Multiple law enforcement agencies were involved in the response, including the Illinois State Police, Hardin County Sheriff's Office, and Hardin County EMS. And none of that, none of it, has anything to do with all the amazing news and investigative stuff we have in the current issue, which hasn't even been on stands for a week, and we're looking at having to restock in various locations as soon as the roads are cleared. Fortunately for you, we have the e-edition available with just a few mouse clicks and a few bucks. Take advantage of it. I'll have Jack give you a link right off the page here and see what you think. You know, you have to read the print version or e-edition of the print version regularly to know what's going on. You don't want to miss an issue or you'll just not be in the know. And with everything that's happening and the fact that we have to produce a paper every three weeks just to keep you up on it, well, you won't be disappointed. Check it out. We're the ones who say what everybody's already thinking. We're just brave enough to do it. And other news outlets are not. Don't be left behind. Sign up today. This has been Angela Hauser with your February 16th Disclosure News Online Nightly Newscast.